Hello, John Lee here. Welcome back to Secrets of a Dealionaire. This will be part two of Secrets of a Dealionaire Revisited, the interview that uh, that I did with Jennifer Hammond. So uh, welcome back, and, uh, and we'll t talk soon. It's so easy to learn all the stuff and then want to do it all at once. And you can't implement everything at once. Just pick one thing. And, that, that, you know, I, we get into that a lot deeper in, in some of the uh, workshops and things. But just make one little strategy. Just go, go out and do one deal. Because that's where you're going to learn everything is by doing the deal. And then you can scale them up to your bigger deals. I mean, the techniques we use, you can do, you know, the, for a couple hundred dollars and a couple thousand dollars, you can do the same thing with hundreds of thousands of dollars of deals. Because it's just making the deal and making it favorable for everybody. Welcome to part two of this interview. It's so easy to learn all the stuff and then want to do it all at once. And you can't implement everything at once. Just pick one thing. And, that, that, you know, I, we get into that a lot deeper in, in some of the uh, workshops and things. But just make one little strategy. Just go, go out and do one deal. Because that's where you're going to learn everything is by doing the deal. And then you can scale them up to your bigger deals. I mean, the techniques we use, you can do, you know, the, for a couple hundred dollars and a couple thousand dollars, you can do the same thing with hundreds of thousands of dollars of deals. Because it's just making the deal and making it favorable for everybody. Welcome to the Jennifer J. Hammond Podcast. Jennifer is a licensed realtor, educator, speaker, and best-selling author. Jennifer's goal is to help you find your yay in every day. Yeah, and I think it's really important to, to realize that there are so many different platforms and and that you can use, use the one that you like. And, and I, a lot of times I would say just, well, I think it's really important to master one, get to know it first. Don't get overwhelmed by trying to do all of the different platforms or even all of the different strategies. Just pick one and really master that. You know, I guess there's um, there's that old saying, you probably know it um, by, um, what is it? Um, that martial, martial artist, oh my gosh. Um, oh, I'm totally blanking on his name right now. Oh, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, come on. He's related to you, right? Uh -huh, right. Bruce Lee. So right. um, what he said, I'm not afraid of the, the man who practices a thousand different moves. I'm afraid of the man who practices one move a thousand times. Yes. Very, very, that's critical right there, what you just said. Yeah, I, in fact, I use that quote quite a bit because he is one of my, my distant cousins and relatives. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, and that's what it did. I tried, what I did back then, I didn't know what I was doing actually back then. It just kind of evolved out of, out of this, but I call it the cookie cutter approach. Do something that works, do it again. Now do 10 of them, 10 of them that work. Okay, do 100 of them at work. Okay, now do 500 at work. I mean, whatever it is for you. And one of the things that we've really, I've really stressed on on this book is to make it simple so I can transfer this over to you because these are techniques. These are not some special talent or anything I was, you know, a barn with or, you know, or anything like that. This is just something, you know, that, that, I just kind of simplified it and showed, you know, and so I can show people how to do this. And uh, that's the other thing that you just kind of talked about, Jennifer, is it's so easy to learn all the stuff and then want to do it all at once. And you can't implement everything at once. Just pick one thing. 
And, you know, I, we get into that a lot deeper in, in some of the uh, workshops and things. But just make one little strategy. Just go, go out and do one deal. Because that's where you're going to learn everything is by doing the deal. And then you can scale them up to your bigger deals. I mean, the techniques we use, you can do, you know, the, for a couple hundred dollars and a couple thousand dollars, you can do the same thing with hundreds of thousands of dollars of deals. Because it's just making the deal and making it favorable for everybody. So that's just, uh, that's just how we put it together. And one of the things I wanted to expand on a little bit, which I think will be really helpful for the audience and for you, if you're listening right now and you've thought about all the, the chaos that's happened because of the pandemic, people have lost jobs, unemployment, all sorts of things. And I, I want to say, John also talks about this being the, the sudden storms of life, the unexpected storms that can happen in life. And this includes death, divorce, but disasters of all types. And honestly, the pandemic has also caused a lot of disasters and in people's private personal lives and and how do you get to the point where that's no longer a problem for you and a lot of times that 300 or 400 dollars extra a month could really be life-changing for someone but let's talk about with those kind of people they are the non-wanters as we started talking about the non-wanters at the top of the of the episode it's really important to realize that non-wanters are also are just the people that something has happened and changed in their lives and so they no longer want to own that real estate and and those people again this is a different than just you know over the counter but talk about those storms of life and how mm -hmm. that can turn into a wonderful win-win-win well, and you mentioned the pandemic. That's, I tell you, that's, I did not know what was going to happen when this first happened. And the one of the first things I noticed is most of the people who were buying the properties from me, they either start paying, trying to pay them off early or paying more per month. And just, so I, I didn't really know where this was going. And what the other thing that I've noticed with what's gone on the last couple of years is it has created a lot of non wonders Many people have lost their jobs. That's one, one of the many ways people do it. I mean, you talk about that was it, the three D's. Or, or whatever disaster divorce uh, there's just all kinds you know there's all kinds of stuff that happen people get transferred well people have lost their jobs that's created a lot more non-wanters so you can find more of these properties over the counter or in different different ways that, that we do it but it's also created more wanters okay mm -hmm. on the other hand because now i've got in fact i get people every day one reason i went in because i wasn't actively looking, even looking to do anything more right now as far as with my properties but i just can't help myself because people are coming to me and they want to buy something they might want to buy something out of town or in a lake community or just you know somewhere in the outskirts well that all these opportunities are created now from the non-wanters not wanting i mean it does help them too because it gets the stress you know off of them for not you know for getting the bill but all also, the wanters now coming, they're able to get a piece of property that doesn't cost them very much. I'm, I'm real big on keeping stuff under $100, and I'll tell you why I do that, too, per month, that is, because... Yeah. You know, I've had my, I've had several rental properties over the years, and that, that's another story for another time. But uh, you know, let's say you're making five hundred dollars a month cash flow. Well, that's great until the renter moves out or something happens. You've got, oh gosh, there's so many different things. Somebody moves out, let's say, and you're, and I've had this happen. Doesn't matter what neighborhood you're in, in there's thieves everywhere. There's stuff going on. They'll rip the copper out. They might, and this, these could be really nice homes. Well, it might cost you. Ten, twenty thousand dollars sometimes to fix the house back up. I've had that done, you know, personal 
personal experience there. Well, that $500 a month, how many years does it take you to make your money back? Now you're hoping on appreciation and stuff, but I've also had certain neighborhoods that still have not come back from 10, 15 years ago. I mean, you hear a lot of people talking about their Burr method to buy, you know, rehab, uh, rent, refinance and repeat or whatever that, and that's great. I did that back before I knew they had a strategy named for it. And I knew other people <laughs> did 30 years ago. Well, I got stuck with a couple properties that I'm still, you know, just they're just now coming back where I could probably break even on. So you got to do something in the meantime. If you have one of those sudden storms where something happens to your property, that's a big deal. Well, for me, keeping my my uh, my things down, I'd much rather have five properties that are paying me sixty nine dollars a month than one rental property. And I hate to say it, but one that's going to pay me five hundred dollars a month because I can have all this other stuff happen. There's absolutely no maintenance what's whatsoever. And in fact, um, one of my one of my uh, students that I, I use, like to use for example, um, she's a her name's Mary Ann. She's a she's been in her mid seventies, and she's what I call a tired landlord. Okay, she's been a landlord for many years. She got into uh, rental properties because that was going to supplement her retirement, you know, with her pension and all this. And everything's going good. Well, she's busy and can't do anything. Um, she she took our our course here. Um, and just after the first couple of workshops, she went out and bought a property for $105 and sold it for $2,892 within, within, within about a week, less than two weeks. And she says, well, I just did this. And she goes, I didn't have to go out and do anything. I could actually sit here while my grandkids were playing outside. It took me a couple hours to put all this together. And so now um, that, that's what she's doing and focusing on more is that. And that's just that's the kind of simple stuff that you can do with it. Because a lot of people say, well, yeah, that's good for you because you've done it all these years. But what about me? Well, that, Marianne's a great example right there. And, um, you know, and it's people every, and as you know, Jennifer, we talk, kind of talked about this before passive income. And I what I've come to believe over the years is there's really no such thing as passive income because you always got to do something. You know, back when I had, I thought I met a guy one time that had 500 rental properties. And I said, I want to be like him. So I started accumulating rental properties and I got up to about 36 properties. That, that's exactly what I, my maximum I had is rentals. And um, about half of them were done with a management company and half of them I did myself. And you think, well, you turn them over to a management company and that'll take care of it. You, you know, they take care of it. Well, they do, but you still have decisions to make. You still have things come up. There's still empty things happen. There's still bigger repairs than you count on. There's just so many things. It's not passive. It's completely not passive. You don't go on vacation uh, and just forget about it. This here, I go on vacation. I forget about it. You know, if I got something to do when I have my sudden start, my father, as you know, passed away a couple months ago. And there was a couple of weeks when I, you know, when I didn't, you know, if I would have had rental properties, that would have been a nightmare for me. But I could still take care of everything I'm doing right here. My money still comes in. And even though the uh, receipts I didn't maybe send out, uh, well, I did, actually I did because I don't take much time off. But I could sit there and let them, you know, they could have sat there for a week if they needed to. And nothing would happen. If you get a call from a tenant or even from your management company, Company, you can't wait till a couple of days to answer it. You just yeah. can't do it. You got to do it right now. So that's just some of the, you know, some of the things that we've refined over the years with this. And I guess one of the things I wanted to highlight, because I don't know if it's clear for everyone who might be listening. If, if you're listening to this, one of the things is that John specializes in land. So he's talking about why it's not, you're not talking about a house with tenants or, or an apartment building or a commercial building or commercial tenant, which again, um, as you know, with 2020, when the pandemic first started and 
um, you know, so many restaurants were closed and now we've had them open, closed, open, closed, open, closed. And unfortunately, and then with the uh, social distancing and all of the rules and such, I mean, even in Washington, D.C., I have seen business after business go out of business and no longer be able to afford, obviously, rent. So how many months were they unable to pay the rent? And if you're a commercial landlord, that became very, very hard because, again, there was the banks were not so understanding, especially for commercial investors. You know, if you're a homeowner, there was, you know, there was different ways that mortgages, if they were Fannie or Freddie, back that you were allowed to um, not pay your mortgage for months and months and months. However, for commercial or even for investors, it was a very different situation. And so, again, as we just talked about the unexpected storms of life and how they can affect your real estate investing. So number one is using a strategy of land as, as your investment, but also doing things by these strategies. They're so, so simple. Again, and again, really from zero money to, um, cause I know you have stories. Actually, I know one of them that I love for you to share about where people all of a sudden go, oh, you, you want that land? And then they just like, here, do you want some more? Let me give you land. So if you'll share one of those stories, because I know it sounds so ridiculous and unrealistic and quite frankly, just unbelievable. But if you give a specific example, a lot of times it's easier to understand because you understand that everything that's surrounding the situation, why someone would just give you land that, again, you can resell and make a bunch of money on. Mm -hmm. Well, there's there's so many of them, but um, I, I had a multimillion dollar investor a few years ago. And he gave me um, he gave me several homes that I, I didn't even count on. What what happened was I was sending letters out because this is one of the strategies I've kind of learned is I just send letters out to people that are just about to come up on the tax sales before they get there. And and I got this. Uh, I send them. There's different ways I do it. And I don't want to get too complicated because uh, I I want to keep everything as simple as possible. But I sent a deed out with the letter. I just I got these letters I've refined over the years, just a couple of pages, uh, I have a couple of paragraphs. Okay, they're not very long, and I sent this proper. I sent this letter out to him, and he had called me called me back and left him left a message. I had no idea because at the time I was running many ads, and I got. I got um, I got messages and it took me a couple of days to call him back. Well, I finally called him back because all he says left his name and number. And he says, he says, hi, John. And, and he goes, um, I, I uh, got this letter from you and this deed. It says that if I just get this notarized, you'll take this property off of my hands. I said, well, yeah, sure, I will. You know, if that's what it said. You know, I, I didn't know because I had a list of properties I, you know, that I sent out to. And he says, OK, he goes, well, how many of these properties do you want? And I said, well, how many of them do you have? And he says, well, I got nine of them I'll give you right now. I said, okay. He goes, if you give me the deeds, he goes, here's the list of them. You go look those up and get these deeds uh, prepared for me. He goes, I'll get them notarized and send them to you. So I uh, I did. I looked them up. He gave me a list. And sure enough, this is a multi-million dollar investor. And he, these are these are not great houses. These are Now, these are houses, not land. Land is what we were kind of talking about, which I think everybody should start off with but these houses he gave me nine of them. well i ended up taking seven of them there was two of them that was one of them was demolished when i went by to take a picture of it um the county had already been there and it was in such bad shape and one of them was, there was another problem with another one but seven of them i sold it of course i didn't sell them for a lot of money but i sold them for you know a couple thousand dollars up to you know ten ten thousand dollars or so and but it was okay it was all free money for me the only cost i had was preparing the deeds which didn't cost me anything because i did it on my computer and i emailed them to him he printed them out and got 
got notarized and overnighted them back to me. So I didn't even do that. The only thing I had to pay for was the recording fees. And so, uh, I, so I sold these and that's just, you know, it was just, it's just unbelievable. I'm like, why would a multi-million dollar give, uh, investor give me properties for free? Well, they had a sudden storm and here's what happens with a lot of investors around. They, they end up, they get these groups together and they got more money. I, I don't want to say more money than brains, but more money than due diligence. Let's put it that way. Well, and more money than time, I think, as well, because it's time. I hate to say we all, all have this like finite amount of time. And, and so often when we're those A personalities who are so, you know, intent on doing whatever, we think we can stretch time even more. And so anyway, so we don't have to say stupidity. It's a lot of times it really is just the fact that due diligence is the fact that they didn't have the time to do mm -hmm. what they needed to. And so... I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> no, that's just it was it was a group though of in, investors, and they just they pulled their money and what they did what they do. And this goes on today. I see this today. People invest in in our, maybe the St. Louis area or surrounding area from somewhere else. But unless you really know some of the neighborhoods, there's some neighborhoods that are more favorable than others to put your money into. And these houses that, that this guy had given to me, um, they were they were not in the greatest neighborhoods. But I don't I don't care about neighborhoods because somebody wants to live everywhere, which I've discovered. And some of the most money you'll make is in some of maybe what other people say the least favorable neighborhoods. That may not you know you may not want to live there, but somebody does. You know, they might for different reasons, you know, which we, we won't really get into, but they'll, but some of these houses, I mean, they've already had the copper stripped out of them and things like that. That's why I would sell them for a couple thousand dollars or five or 6,000 or, or whatever. In fact, one of the houses I, I went by, Jennifer, um, I didn't even get out of my truck to take the picture. I drove by and I was clicking it because the neighbor next door, the police were dragging somebody out with their guns drawn in the front yard and holding this guy out. And so... Yeah, and then I put that one up for sale, and I, in fact, when people were, I said, you can just go by and take a look at it, and they're like, can I, can I get in? I said, yeah, this one, because some of them I put a lockbox on this one. I said, no, you know, the windows were kicked in, it was wasn't in the gray snake. I said, yeah, go ahead, you can go in there and look, you know. But that one, it actually sold pretty good, and when I talked to the guy later, um, it was actually kind of an interesting uh, situation because the guy that bought that runs, a, he's from New York City, and he runs a ministry here between New York and St. Louis. He helps people getting out of prison. And some and author drugs and, and has some programs, and he thought that was the greatest. In fact, he calls me every once in a while to see if I got anything more because he was able to do that. Some of the and he uses some of the people that couldn't get a job that are coming out on parole or, or probation or whatever, and they they're they're actually the laborers for his stuff. So he's got a great system going, and it's just but it, it just gives the the point is. You know, you know, you you can get some of these from the non-wanters, but they're you know people didn't do their due diligence. But you know, it, the there's money to be made, and there's ways to win, win, win on every one of these these deals here. And that's I guess that's part of it is uh, so I'll go back to what I said earlier and the fact that it's really important, and I know that you've done this, especially with this new um, book that you're putting out now. Is we're always looking for the simplest way to do it, but also I suggest you start with one. <laughs> Because, you know, John has a lot of strategies and then there are, there's even past John and even me and, and so many of the real estate investors who like to teach. There's so many different ways. And that's so funny. That's usually the first question I ask somebody when they come to me and say, oh my gosh, I want to be a real estate investor. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you like? What do you like about real estate investing? And what is it that you particularly want to do? Because remember the old saying, and I know you and I both have heard this a million times, 
is do something in life that you really enjoy. And life will never be work. None of it will be work. It will really be joyful. And one of the things that I think you do that I really admire is that you love helping people. You love making sure that you're creating a win, win, win. And you can do that with any kind of real estate. You just need to decide that that is the most important part. And then you go forward from there and you can do it, especially, I think, one of the things that gets overlooked a lot is land and thinking, well, why, how can I make, who wants to buy land? And, but think about it, There is always someone, just like you said, in every neighborhood, there's, there's always someone and often it, out of sight, out of mind, if they've never even thought about, Oh, what do you mean? That land is, it's a mile from the water. Well, that sounds like a great idea, you know? So not everybody, they don't even know what they don't know. So give them the, the benefit of the doubt and allow them to make decisions. Okay, I'm gonna take a look real quick. You guys, if there's any questions, I don't see any hands raised. So I'm gonna continue um, for the last 10 minutes. Um, but feel free, if anybody changes their mind, they wanna raise your hand and ask questions for John Lee, we can do that. Otherwise, we're gonna keep on going. Um, John, one of the things about this book, you know, we talked about your this book, it's special because you put all these links in it. So number one, if you are listening during this time, March 7th through the 11th, you can get a free Kindle version of this. Otherwise, you just go to Amazon. And in the, the Kindle edition, you have all of these links. So talk about some of the bonuses and the gifts that people get if they go and get this book. Yeah, well, um, that was one of the things I wanted to do because, because you know, I, we, I've taken a lot of trainings myself. I spent a few hundred thousand dollars, you know, which yeah, I, I don't even want to add it up anymore. You know, we used to joke that I've spent over a hundred thousand dollars on trainings, not counting my travel. That was back in 2010. Since then, <laughs> I don't know what all we've done, but my wife and I, we've traveled all over, all over the place and we spent a lot of money and I don't regret any of it, but one of the things. Well, that's that I, how you and I met. Was it a training? what, 10, 15 years ago now. So I'm the same way. I'm so grateful that I've gone and I've spent all that money on all those trainings. We've done some high level trainings together. And so I just want to say, I am so grateful to you, John. I love just watching how you keep growing and how many people you help. I love listening to your testimonials and reading it. So I just want to say that. I want to quickly say that before I forget. Thank you for all that you do to help people throughout the world. And thank you for taking the time because I know what it takes, the discipline to write another book. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I'm sorry, please continue with your gifts. Well, thank you for your kind words, Jennifer. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. One of the things though that I've noticed is a lot of people, they give you a little bit, but not give you everything. I, I wanted to make this to where all you really need is the book. Now, of course, you put the time in and as, as you know, sometimes you learn more, at least I do, learn more from going to the workshops and learning from, from the people that's actually done it. And the other thing was, is with the links, I wanted to show you stuff that I, I do, I have done, I'm doing, and I continue to do. And like, like you said, I continue to evolve. And that's one reason I put the links in here, because this page that I created, um, this is going to, and you need to know this, it's, it's not just, you know, out there for the general public, but if you have a copy of the book, or if you, if you have access to it, you'll be able to Finest. But I wanted to give give you stuff that I'm actually doing. I wanted to show you what you know the techniques that I use, and not just stuff based on on theories. Because so many of the people out there, and I, I know you've been to these too, Jennifer, and a lot of people have. You you go to these great workshops, but then you find out later the people have never really done what they're teaching. Okay, well that makes that makes all the difference to me because I want to learn from somebody that does what 
you know, what, what they, you know, I want to learn from what they're doing, what they've done. And just like with Robert Allen, my original, you know, who wrote the forward for this book, he wrote the original book, Nothing Down. Well, back when I started, way before I met him, that was something, you know, I can relate to that because that's about what I had to work with. I had about nothing down, you know, and most people getting in this, even if you have some money to put away, in fact, we had somebody at one of our groups uh, a couple of weeks ago said, well, I, she just got $10,000 from somebody and she goes, what, I want to invest in real estate. And I said, well, and like, like you said before, I was like, well, what do you want to do? And, you know, she's like, well, I want to invest in real estate. I said, okay, let's back up. What is your vision? That's, that's the question I start with now. What is your vision? And then just here, because everybody has a different idea. And well, what she said is she goes, well, I don't want to do the single family homes like my mom did. She got stuck with one by, she inherited a house and had bad renters and da, da, da. I want to do, and you know, she went down, the, down that line, which, you know, things happen and non winners you know? <laughs> and so she said, I want to invest in uh, apartment buildings. I said, okay, great. So I gave her some information on that. I said, that's not really what I do because I, you know, I personally like dealing with people one-on-one -on -one, um, with land and, and little, little deals and my houses, all my single family houses and even my multifamily families now are all done on the same techniques that I do right here. But that's something, you know, it's like, well, you know, what, what's your vision? So that's what she said. So we, I sent her on that, that way to get into apartment buildings. Learn all you can before you spend your $10,000. And that's what I like to show you here. Just take, you know, take a couple hundred dollars, take 300 bucks, take, take a few hundred dollars and turn it into uh, just a monthly income. You might only get $39 a month. I've got a lot of them like that. Those are great. I don't mind those. They're, and today it's so easy. When I first started doing this, Jennifer, it was all what we called mailbox money back then. It's checks and money orders coming in the mail. Now you got, of course, back I just had my 24th fourth anniversary with PayPal um, last Tuesday. So, yeah, which was kind of interesting. I've been there with them since 1998. And uh, that's how long I've had my business account with, with PayPal. Yeah, but there's so many ways you got Zelle, you got pop money, you got, oh, there's just a million different ways that you can collect money now. So it's a lot easier. I actually have buyers in 48 states and 16 countries around the world that have bought these little pieces of property from me, little pieces of land. And I used to wonder, I'm thinking, why would somebody in New York City live in an apartment paying $2,800 a month for a small apartment, buy a property from me for $49 a month? And it's like, well, and I used it used to bug me. I used to almost stay up night trying to think about it. Why would somebody do this? Look at this. This is nothing. You know, you know they could, and, and what it is, I guess, is they want to be a, 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 like a property owner. There's some kind of status about owning something. It doesn't matter. And you can even be, you can even call yourself an investor because you are. Part of the marketing that I use is you can invest, you know, you can enjoy this now or invest for later. And people are have a combination of both because many people like the veteran we kind of talked about earlier. He's he started doing this a couple of years ago for his future, but he's doing it right now at thirty nine dollars a month. And then he's got a plan for his little mini cabin that he's going to build. So, I mean, there's just, uh, there's just, it's just a strategy that, uh, that I, you know, I, I just found that it that really helps a lot of people. So that's, that's why I continue to doing this and refining it exactly like we're doing, but the links I've got, I've got gold setting links. I've got the, uh, 1275 headlines that sell. I've got owner financing, um, uh, one we just did a few weeks ago, an owner financing mini workshop. I mean, I've got a lot of things showing the strategies and you can take these and you can apply them to bigger deals. Cause if you, you already, you might have decked a lot. And like I said earlier, about half of the students that come to me, they've already been, they've been in the business for most of them for a lot of them for longer than I have. 
You know, yeah. I have people who've been there a lot longer than I have. They come, but they want to learn the strategies and simple, simplify what they're doing. So yeah. that's, you know, there's a lot of links in here, though. It's I say $1,497 is probably a lot more than that if you really yeah. added them up. Yeah, it's thousands of dollars of, of just free stuff. And, and then it's free on Kindle. So if you happen to be in this March 7th and 11th window, you can go get your free version on Kindle and get those free links. Otherwise, just go to Amazon and you can get a copy of the book. Um, is it up now? Or is it, it up is now? up now. Yes, okay. the promotion starts with, with KDP Kindle on Monday. Got it. Okay, good. So you can go to Amazon and go get a copy of it, Secrets of a Dillionaire. And this is the revised or revisited, sorry, revisited version. Um, there was an original one he wrote years ago. And he's also, John Lee has written lots of other books. You can see, I mean, we could go on and on. Uh, Fred is one of my favorite ones, Failed Real Estate Deals. Fred, which we've talked about before. But anyway, I know we're almost out of time. I want to go ahead and... Um, you know, John, I'm going to just say, you know, one of the things I'm famous for is I always want to find the silver lining and find the yay. So as we go off the air, I just want to, you know, ask you to lift your voice and let's say yay as we celebrate. Everyone is going to be a winner in real estate investing, whether we start with small little deals. And I hope everyone gets Secrets of the Dillionaire Revisited by John Lee. So we raise your voice. Three, two, one. Yay. Thank you, Jennifer. It's always a pleasure. Hi, I'm Jack Canfield. You may know me as the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And if you want more help in getting from where you are to where you want to be, I want to encourage you to listen to the Jennifer Hammond Show. That was the second part of our interview with Jennifer J. Hammond, Secrets of a Dillionaire Revisited. Um, if you would like to know anything more about it, um, actually, I've got some free gifts for you. If you want to send me, um, just send me a note at thedillionaire at gmail.com. I would be happy to send you, um, if you want the 1275 headlines that sell real estate headlines that sell something I've been working on and are if you'd like any of the free mini workshops that we've done recently I'd be happy to send you a, um, a link for that so anyway thank you for tuning in today and uh, this is John Lee secrets of a dealionaire creating wealth one small deal at a time thank you <music>